Portia could tell her mother meant business by the staccato of clacking heels echoing through the halls, and she bet that business was her. She turned her chair away from the door and shrank into herself. With any luck, her mother wouldn't notice her. She pulled a blanket up to her chin for good measure. There, instant incognito. Portia, what are you doing here in the dark? The Countess of Amberlynn glided into the room and flipped a light switch. She looked around the study, her patrician nose wrinkled. Although not all the light of heaven can help the gloominess of this room. I like it here, she said, huddling in the chair. It was her father's study, and she'd spent many hours in here learning about all the summer hills through time. Of course, her former delight in the room was eclipsed by the fact that her father had turned out to be a lying cheat. Nobody was perfect, she guessed. The funk that had settled over her since New Year's wrapped around her like the blanket stifling her. Her mother came to stand over her. Portia squirmed under the judgmental scrutiny. Jacqueline Summerhill, the ninth Countess of Anne Boleyn, was perfect in every way. Beautiful, a leader in her social circle, stylish and tireless in her charitable efforts. She was intimidating on a normal day, but standing over you with Joan of Arc's passion blazing from her eyes, she was doubly intimidating. Funny, Portia would never have called her mother passionate, though she wouldn't have suspected that her mother was behind the mysterious scholarships they'd all received when they turned 18 either. Here, Jacqueline held out her hand. Portia looked at the piece of paper. It appeared to be a printout. What is it? Her mother arched her brow. You can take it and find out. She could, but she had a bad feeling about it. A venomous snake would have felt less threatening. But her curiosity won out, and she took the paper. She glanced at the text, frowning, confused. This is a job ad. For the Museum of British Peerage, her mother explained patiently. They're searching for a curator. What does that have to do with me? You're going to apply for the position. Bitterness rose up her throat. She'd started the year with such good intentions to turn her life around into something meaningful. But with each passing day, she'd realized that she didn't have anything useful to offer the world. I'm not qualified for this job. They want a degree in antiques, history, or art. Minor technicalities. Her mother waved a dismissive hand. You have something more important than a degree. I do. The Summer Hill name. The Countess of Amberlynn stared down at her, daring her to say otherwise. You have generations of prominent earls backing you. Do you really think you need more for a job at the Museum of British Peerage? You are peerage. A faint hope rose in her chest. She did have an unparalleled knowledge of the Summerhills, as well as other prominent families throughout the last several hundred years. She glanced at the posting again. Her heart sank as she read all the qualifications. No museum director would hire the dilettante daughter of an impoverished earl, even if she had a name. Because she didn't have a degree, any past job history, or any useful skills. This is impossible. If to do were as easy as to know what were good to do, chapels had been churches, and poor men's cottages princes' palaces, Jacqueline quoted.
The Merchant of Venice, the play she was named after. Shakespeare didn't live in an age of advanced education and internet background checks. What would Catherine Summerhill have done? Startled, Portia glanced up at her mother. What? Jacqueline nodded at the pearls Portia had been unconsciously worrying. You've always admired Catherine Summerhill. What would she have done? She gripped the necklace that had belonged to the first Countess of Anne Boleyn. She did admire her. The woman had lived. She'd been accomplished and had taken what she wanted from life. Everyone else be damned. Portia had started wearing the pearls, one of Catherine's favorite necklaces, as a way to connect to her ancestor. She thought that if she wore the necklace, maybe she'd remember to be just as great. It hadn't worked.